Welcome to Mysteries, Myths, and Legends. I'm Taylor. I'm Savannah. Welcome to the show. Happy Wednesday, everybody. Hello, everyone. Happy ha- Halloween time still. Yeah, still happy Halloween. Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> we just I just love the month of October. It's just so fun. Um, one very fun thing about October is, at least in North Carolina where we are, it's fair time. Yes. We went know, to the fair. Me and Savannah, mm-hmm. amongst other friends, and had a blast. Mm-hmm. Truly. I got a shark and an ocean painted on my forehead. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, you got your face painted, and I um, I got some face painting, too, but I got some pretty flowers. So. Yes, and I got a pretty shark. Um, yeah. It's on my Instagram, I think, if you want to see it. Um, it's really cool. Mm-hmm. And we got tons of... And when I say tons, I do mean literal tons of really good food. Yes. There's I, so much. So much. I tried pickle pizza. Guys. Unreal. Oh, I wanted to mention. So I, so we went to the fair, um, the Carolina Classic Fair that's near us. But there's also the North Carolina State Fair. Mm-hmm. Um, and I saw some of the food that they have there. Oh, my God. They have pickle donuts. Ew. What the heck does that mean? <laughs> Dill pickle donuts. I don't really know. Ooh. It looks like a donut, but then the icing is not really icing. It's like maybe like, I don't know, like a dill, maybe like a tzatziki type thing. I don't really that, know. And then pickles on it. That makes me want to throw up. See, here's the thing. <laughs> I do It looks like it could be good. Is it pickle flavored though? Like, I don't know how I feel about mixing like sweet and savory things that aren't really supposed to go together. But I feel like it's, it seems to me as if it's like a donut, but it's a savory donut. Oh, so it's not sweet. Okay. You know? Yeah. Okay. Well, then that's different. And if we do end up going to the safe fair, we will be trying that donut. So. Yeah. Because I, be I might end up going to the safe fair, even though, fun fact, did you know that the Carolina Classic and the State Fair is the same fair? Is it really? Yeah. They just moved. They literally moved from Winston-Salem to Raleigh. Like it's next week. But they have different foods. Yeah, different food. Oh. Well, like local. They have some different Like, But they do have the same, like regular, if you okay. know what I'm saying. Like, like all the, all yeah, the pizza. All the like all the like, and things. Yes, yes. But then they have like local people come in mm-hmm. and get and have precisely, some food there. Precisely, precisely. Yeah. Um, my sister is going to the state fair. Fun. Me and my so. parents are talking about today. Considering going. Yeah. Just simply for the food only. Mm-hmm. Honestly. But yeah, I'm trying to think of what else we did. Oh, we saw this guy, this gymnastics rock star guy. Yeah. And he jumped off a really tall pole. Yes, he did. Oh my gosh. He jumped off of it and we were too, we were kind of like, we had left the area where he was, um, you know, doing his show, but we saw him climb up on this tower, this pole Mm -hmm. and jump off but we didn't like i didn't see him land anywhere yeah so it's a real question if that man's still out there you know we didn't we didn't see the landing i mean i'm sure he is but i'm also sure that he is but he was fun very fun yeah we saw lots of chickens yeah chickens um chickens that had won prizes yeah oh my gosh the famous chickens and this is a little sidetrack because you know what we didn't do while we were there we did not go inside the annex building Mm-hmm, just because mm-hmm. simply we didn't have time but like inside the annex building they have a bunch of other local vendors and also art because at our, at least at our fair 
there's like a judge of like art throughout the city and stuff. And so my parents were actually cleaning out our attic today and they found all of my art that was in the Dixie. Well, it used to be the Dixie Classic Fair. Now it's the Carolina Classic Fair. And so all my art throughout the years that was at the fair. Isn't that cool? Oh my gosh. I forgot. I didn't know you had some stuff at the fair just showing off there. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> I did. I really forgot about it. Um, mm. But yeah, I had a bunch. Me and my brother had some art at the fair. So oh, that's, cool. that's cool. Yeah. I'll have to take some pics and show you guys because, you know, I mean, I'm no, I'm no Van Gogh. <laughs> but I mean, I can I can draw somewhat. Yeah, I wish we had gone in there, but we I felt like we were there for so long, <laughs> and we still didn't see it all. The thing like, is, is that we did walk around the entire fair except for the annex and one other tiny part, though. <laughs> yeah, and that yeah, is true. in fact miles. <laughs> yeah, of a fair. Yeah, I was tired afterwards. Honey, we walked and walked and walked every. We, did. we walked some of them things like three or four times. like each Mm -hmm. yeah it was so fun it was so fun savannah rode some rides i did not partake because i did not want to throw up yeah i rode some rides i really wanted Um, to ride though i i feel like everybody who um has ever been to like a fair or carnival type thing will know um the like music express ride of course uh that goes like around in a circle and flings Mm-hmm. flings and you into like the other person the right there's music in your ear yes um and so me i went on that one with garrett and <laughs> he <laughs> so we went a few days ago and like a day or two ago he said that he had a bruise still oh my god from <laughs> a bruise from being sh- from being shoved into the side of the ride for wow. me okay so. That's crazy. So, yeah, he said I bruised him. Wow. Um, How could you? <laughs> That's really funny. Yeah. That was so fun. I don't know. You know what's funny, Savannah? We haven't even talked about this, like, outside of the podcast. But, dude, please, please tell me. You saw the worker who was, like, strapping people in to that ride, like, giving the most, like, energetic dance performance of his life. Yes. Oh, my gosh. They were dancing, like, they, they had such good energy there was one person in particular and he was just like dancing and he was getting people on the ride to dance along with him he was getting people off the ride like us out there waiting for you guys like we were all lit we were like yeah really yeah he was really lit he was great i loved him i was like wow shout out to him just loving his life chilling at the fair working exactly it was so great it was so great but moving along from the fair talk unless you had anything else to say Mm-mm. Um, it is Halloween season, so I wanted to ask: Are you decorated for Halloween? Oh yes, good. Yeah, I have me? I have some decorations out. Um, I don't know. Did we mention this before? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I do. Yeah. I have like a little flag out front. This is Happy Halloween, Aww. and a little ghost. Um, and oh and i even got like a snow globe that's like a halloween snow globe that's on my fireplace love that love that a few little things here and there yes we love that my places are always year round pretty much decorated for halloween i can't even lie um i have skeletons like in my room and just all this like pumpkins and stuff and ghosts and stuff because that's just my life but exactly obviously gotta go extra for halloween so we have even more pumpkins and ghosts throughout the house. And then outside, we have 
Of course, the numero uno, we have my little Grim Reaper, Stefan, blow up. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I forgot about him. Mm-hmm. Well, we surely did not. He is out on the front porch. Um, As well as a little pumpkin guy and another little ghosty guy. All inflatables. We love the inflatables here. And we got some lights and we got some pumpkins. And my grandpa actually grew a bunch of pumpkins in the garden and he sent them um, with my uncle who was visiting. And so we have tons of pumpkins and they're all over the place. And I'm so excited to paint them. Wow. Yeah. That's so fun. I, um, uh, we, we do have a giant pumpkin. Um, Garrett brought one home from like Sam's club or something. Love that. Um, and when (laughs) actually when he got back with it, it had rolled around in the back of his car. So the stem fell off. (laughs) It's really disappointing because like the stem kind of made it like it was, you know, you should glue it back on. It was it. a good one. Yeah, no, I was gonna say we did. We glued it back on. Good. So good. So yeah, um, yeah. Use some heavy duty glue. Good. And, uh, you should. Was it E six thousand? Yes, it was. Not sponsored by E six thousand, but that is some heavy duty glue. It is. Yeah, <laughs> it worked really well. So um, we're gonna put it out front. To oh, decorate, I can't wait to see so. it. Adorable. I really love that. Well, one more thing. Before we get into our stories, I suppose. I did mention last time, I'm pretty sure it was the last episode, that I was going to see Hosier perform in concert. <gasps> yes. And I can confirm that that man is an angel. Oh, my God. Um, his voice is probably, like, the best voice I've ever heard live. It was it was insane. It was just absolutely insane. So. I I need to see him in my lifetime. Yeah. I need to go again in my lifetime. Because that was not enough even though he did perform for like three hours which was a very long time <laughs> yeah that sounds like a long time. yeah it was but it was so worth it i would have stayed out there forever i think listening to him that's gotta like be a lot on the singer like right what? that's three hours. i was like sir are you not tired because huh. my voice was surely tired after that right. but then and again i was screaming he wasn't screaming you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i don't know but other than that um, rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. But mm-hmm. if you want to go ahead and get into your story, Savannah. Okay, okay. So this week I have um, another like creature to talk about. Um, and I guess I'm just going to get right into it. It is the Green Clawed Beast. Mm, interesting. Yes. Uh, so it sounds like you have not really heard of this one. Nope, have never. Okay, so this is a creature that lives in the Ohio River um, in Ew. an area near Evansville, Indiana. So I feel like people like you only will know that area if you live by it, probably. <laughs> you That's know what true. I mean? That's true. But can I also just before you even say anything else, say that I'm pretty sure the Ohio River is... I know it's not in the same spot. Let me just preface this because you said it's near Indiana. But the Ohio River does run through Point Pleasant, which is where Mothman lives. So just have to say, might be a cryptid river. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, though, if it runs through Point Pleasant, West Virginia, like, and Indiana, like, it Mm -hmm. must be a really big river. Oh, definitely. It definitely is. So, so yeah. um, It's in, like... But it's only ever been seen in this, like, certain part of the river. 
So. Interesting. That's very, that's very weird, but I love mm -hmm. it. Yeah. So the um, most famous story about this monster uh, or beast or whatever we want to call it uh, takes place in 1955. So a, w a long ways back, um, August 14th of 1955. Okay. Um, so Naomi Johnson, she took her three children and her friend uh, to the Ohio River to go swimming. And, okay, this is, like, really, I, there were mixed messages on, like, what the name of this friend was. Because, mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. like, for some reason, a lot of the sources said that her name was Louise. And then a lot of the sources, like, the other half of the sources said it was Chris. So, I'm like, I don't really know. Like, that's two way different names. <laughs> That's so weird that you say that, Savannah, because that actually happens in my story, too. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I don't know, like, what source is, like, more accurate, like, which name. Right. Did you just go with the coolest one? I just went with Louise. Good, because I would want Louise, too. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, we're going to go with Louise, but it could have been Chris, I guess. Um, Maybe so her name Lu was, like, Chris Louise or Louise Chris right Possibly. i mean those names don't even seem like they go together though. they sure don't they sure don't or maybe her name like was louise but then she went by chris for no reason yeah i guess i mean i guess that can happen because mm -hmm. people are weird sometimes sure so um okay so louise lamble that's her name uh and naomi johnson and then naomi's three children so they all went to the river to go swimming because that was just like a common thing. People just went down to the river to go swimming. Um, you know, uh, just like if you were to go to the lake or go to the beach or something. Mm -hmm. So they're going swimming. Um, and so Naomi and Louise are in the water and the kids are all sitting on shore playing. Um, they only went out about like 15 feet from shore, so they're not too far out, like not like, yeah, not too deep into the water or anything. Um, and suddenly something brushed against Naomi's leg. Mm -mm. No, 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 no. Yeah. No, That's why no, I don't no. like swimming in rivers. Yeah. Or lakes. Mm -mm. No dark water. I mean, sometimes the ocean freaks me out, but I try not to think about it. Listen, things be swimming like in touching you in the ocean too but like in my mind i'm like it's either like the worst it could be is like a, a shark you know i mean i did get stung by a jellyfish in the ocean so. listen savannah i i had to have been stung by a jellyfish in the ocean and that is no fun but for some yeah. reason that doesn't scare me as bad as whatever monsters could be in a river or lake well i do kind of agree with you there so there you go. yeah okay so let's get back to it um so yeah something brushed against her leg um and then, like, it didn't even really take that much longer after this. Like, it, it kind of just, like, goes straight into it. So I'm just going to go straight into it. A claw-like hand grabbed her and pulled her underwater. Mm -mm. <laughs> just, like, immediately. Literally worse fear. Yeah. So she's kicking and screaming and, like, trying to escape. But she's also being, like, pulled underwater. And her friend, Louise, she, like, is not a great swimmer. Um, so she's in the she's in the river with an inner tube on mm -hmm. um and she saw 
her friend, she saw Naomi like get pulled under the water and she's like trying to help her, but she can't really swim that well. So she like has to stay in her tube. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So, um, she's just like being frantic as well. But then Naomi managed to escape and swims back to the surface. Um, but she only got to get to the surface for a second before she was pulled down again. No. Mm-hmm. And Louise is still freaking out and she tries to save her. Um, but she, you know, is not great at swimming. But she, she ended up moving her tube, like, directly over top of, like, where she got pulled down. Mm-hmm. And some maybe this, like, distracted the monster and... Uh, she, like, managed to come back up from the water. So Yay. Naomi gets back to the top. Yep. Yay! Yes. And she gets back to the top of the water, and Naomi, she grabs the tube, and um, I guess it made some sort of noise when she grabbed it, um, and that scared off the creature good which is like so weird because it's like okay you're not scared when you're grabbing someone and pulling them underwater but when some like an inner tube makes a squeaky noise or something but like maybe maybe the creature didn't know what that was and also it might have been louder under the water because wasn't the creature under the water that's true yeah yeah could have been louder more scary Mm -hmm. I don't know. I think it's also like more scary when you hear a noise and then you don't know what the noise is. Yeah. I'm sure he yeah. wasn't like, oh, yeah, that's an inner tube. Yeah, true. <laughs> and maybe he like didn't even notice there was another person there. And then he's just like, I need to get away because there's two of them. True. Or like what mm-hmm. if I was the monster, my thought process was like, oh, somebody's trying to hurt me because I'm a monster. Like I did just drag her down. Maybe they're trying to get me. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Mm-hmm could be it because i mean i mean honestly like i don't think they were gonna attack him because they're just trying to get away no for but... sure for sure but like maybe that's what the monster was thinking mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so anyways he ends up or this monster uh they swim away just runs away and naomi and louise they go back to sh- back to shore um they're like we're getting out of here because <laughs> We don't want to get drugged down again a third time. Definitely. So they get to shore and Naomi's leg was covered in scratches and bruises were already starting to form. Oh my God. So, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty bad. So, um, oh, and she even had a large handprint that stained green on her leg where she was grabbed. What? From the algae in the river, maybe, but that's disgusting. Maybe. I don't know. But it was just like a green handprint on her. Or maybe it's Shrek. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Would he make a green handprint, you think? If he was stinky enough, maybe. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> okay. Um. So since she had like scratches all over her, she was just pulled underwater. Um, she went to the hospital for treatment and... Uh, the, I guess there was, like, newspaper people there, like, to, I don't know, she got her story out somehow, because, like, this story was published in the local paper the next day. Oh, no way. Yeah, so I'm guessing she, like, 
told somebody at the hospital and they're like oh we need to get somebody down here to like write a story about this i don't know yeah definitely but yeah the story was in the newspaper the next day and i actually i tried to look up old newspapers and try to find the story but i couldn't find anything and i didn't realize like it's kind of cool like you can look up old newspapers Mm -hmm. but most of the websites out there um and you can look up like newspapers from all over all over the u.s at least um you have to pay a membership to get them fortunately i do know that just based on the research that i've done for this podcast yeah like i nothing irritates me more i mean listen i know it's information like they got to keep it running somehow it's a business but like i can't pay for every single like i don't even know if that's the source i need to use you know what i'm saying right exactly. like, i don't want to pay for it and then not even use it i know but it, it is pretty interesting though it made me want i was like almost considering it just so i could like deep dive into some old newspapers right, like, or something. maybe we just need to find like the right website to subscribe to to where we'd have like the most access you know right like i was trying idea. to i was trying to see if there was some way i could get it through a library or something mm-hmm. you know yeah because there's got to be archives in like the local library most know. definitely I don't know, but I could not, like, unfortunately, I couldn't find the specific article that, you know, was talked about, but this story was published in a newspaper, um, and also included in the paper, um, some local residents, they said that they saw a silver disc floating over the Ohio River the same day okay. in the same area. <laughs> whoa 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 pump the brakes because the last thing that i was thinking about was aliens right exactly like that seems like out of nowhere there's just like um a spaceship or something yeah that's crazy yeah so so yeah there's two weird things that happened on the same day i guess um and after all of this went down it's you know it's been like a few days um Naomi's at home with her kids and there's a knock at the door and a man who claimed to be an heir uh sorry my sometimes you know oh I do my words get ahead of me Mm -hmm. um a man who claimed to be an air force colonel um came to their house he knocked on the door and Mm -hmm. said can I can I ask you a few questions Mm, immediately no well, she said yes. So, <laughs> so he, she like let him in the house and they talked. Um, she answered his questions. And then he said, um, he said to her and to like her whole family, like all of her kids and stuff, um, don't ever talk about this ever again. Ooh, yikes. Here we are so, on a podcast. <laughs> right. Exactly. Sorry, Louise. Sorry, Naomi. Exactly. So it's like... It, I'm guessing she didn't totally you Listen, know, go if, by that. If some official came to my house telling me not to talk about something, that would only make me want to talk about it even more. I mean, it would, but at the same time, I would be a little bit scared. Oh, me too. <laughs> Definitely. But that part makes me believe that maybe this is more alien than I thought it was. It, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. Um, so yeah, this happens. 
they say don't don't ever talk about it again um and actually no other reporting sightings reported sightings were ever made so nobody else ever saw this creature hmm. that is very suspicious yeah it is kind of suspicious Mm. Um, but you remember I said that there was a green handprint yeah. on her? Yeah. The handprint left on her leg, or I guess there, there was probably multiple because, um, or not probably, there were multiple, <laughs> <laughs> um, handprints on her left leg, um, and they did not go away for a few days. What? Yeah, she, like, could not get it off, and... It seemed like it was more like bruises than than like a stain or something. Oh. Hmm. And also how weird that you were just talking about Garrett and his bruises. Right. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> that is... Okay. At first when you said that, I really was like, okay, this is like a river monster. Have you ever seen River Monsters, the show where that British guy is like, let's go see what we got on oh, this river. I haven't, but I do know what show you're talking about. Yeah. See, that's what I was picturing when you first started talking about the story. And I was like, oh, the green is totally algae from his hands, mm-hmm. like living under the river. But now it's definitely giving alien. Yeah, it could be. Um, so, yeah, this thing, it, it seemed like it had a really strong grip if it was able to leave a bruise where it dragged her down. Right. And also like just dragging somebody underwater is really hard. True. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's just, it also seems like terrifying to just get dragged <laughs> down like that. Oh my God. Like as I'm, I'm really not getting, that's really the thing I fear most when I'm in dark water, like being drugged down to the bottom mm. by mm-hmm. anything, a fish, it doesn't matter. A alien yeah. does it not matter. Don't yeah. want it to happen. Uh, so I never really described the appearance of this thing. Oh right? Yeah. So there are a few things that they, the two ladies, um, caught, but, you know, of course it was mostly underwater, so they didn't really see much of it. Um, it had clawed hands, so claws, and it curiously, um, had a furry palm. Ew. So not really what I was expecting, you know, because you think... A river creature, like, it's going to be slimy and, like, reptilian. But no, it has fur on its its hand, on its palm. That is so weird. Also, like, hair on your palm? That's unheard of. Yeah, yeah. But she's like, the the thing that grabbed me, it was definitely furry. So she... Ew. Yeah. Um, And, yeah, so, like, that's pretty much the main things that they were able to identify with this thing Mm because it was like pretty much underwater they they couldn't see it in the murkiness of the water yeah um so yeah um and that's why it's called the green clawed beast because it left a green handprint and it had claws (laughs) totally totally yep totally um so yeah and also there was a strange blue mud found on naomi's leg uh, after what? after she got out of the water and went to the hospital. And they they were like, this is kind of weird. So they took it and analyzed it in a lab. Oh, no way. Yeah. And it was discovered that the mud came from the deepest reaches of the river. 
And it was found only in underwater caves. Oh, absolutely not. So, so it seems like if this is true, it seems like this creature lives in underwater caves and like really, really deep under the water and then comes, came up and scratched her and got it on her, you know? Listen. Um. And maybe that's why it's not seen by anyone else because it just stays under there. Yeah. I'm so sickened by this story. Because, <laughs> like, ew, uh, what if that's really what happened? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. We weren't there, so. Could have. That's just so weird. Okay, but, like, who analyzed? Like, can we trust them that it's actually from the deepest part of that river? I mean... I'm going to trust them. But also, like, that's kind of also alien-like. Blue mud. Yeah. Because there is also the theory that, like, aliens are already here. So what if they've just made their space in the river caves? Yeah. I mean, Hmm. maybe. And you know how people saw that um, saucer? Maybe, like, their garage is somewhere near. You know? Somewhere they have a secret passageway to get in, to park their little UFO in their little UFO garage in the river cave. Oh, my gosh. I'm picturing it all in my head right now as we speak. You're really onto something here. <laughs> Am I? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. So I do have some possible explanations that people have come up with. Okay, yeah, let's hear them. Um, so the first one is that it's an in- amphibious reptile monster, which, mm-hmm. you know, that's pretty much what, like... Yeah, that that's is, what I described. Yeah, so. <laughs> that is indeed the story. <laughs> yeah. Um, some sort of creature cryptid in the water, which I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Um, yep. The next sort of explanation is that it's an alien. <laughs> yep. Um, pretty much like what you said. Um, we'll take we'll take what all that you said about the um, the UFO uh, garage being underwater and everything. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. That, that all goes into this theory. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. And I, I literally have a point here that says underwater alien? Question mark? No, so, for, I for mean, real. That's pretty much, yeah. For real. <laughs> that's that theory. <laughs> um, and the next one is that it's a furry, some sort of furry creature. So not necessarily like the rept- reptilian one that I started out with. But more of like a furry one because she was saying that the hand was furry. So more like a beaver or like a bear or something. But I don't know because it's like, I don't think something like that would be in the water for like Ugh, underwater. That's just so weird. And just another thing I have to think about, like, so she didn't see the furry hand, right? She just felt the furry hand. Yes. Yes. She felt it. Okay, so that makes me want to believe that whatever this is that's, like, potentially living in this water, I did say, like, the green could maybe be algae. There are algal blooms that can turn your skin green. That's fact. It's Mm -hmm, happened in mm -hmm. the ocean before. You're not supposed to swim in algal blooms. So hear me out. What if this monster or alien or whatever we want to classify it as has some sort of algae, like, growing on its hands because it lives in the water? And, like, even when, like, I have fish tanks and stuff, algae grows on all surfaces that live underwater. So, what if she was feeling algae on its hand just simply because it lives underwater and it's not actually fur? Hmm. A theory. Honestly, that is a really good theory because, yeah, 
that could be it. Because I just so feel we, like anything that's living underwater, no matter, even if it's like a, an animal, why would it be furry? It doesn't need fur underwater. Yeah, yeah no, it. that's so true. I didn't even really think about that, but it probably was just algae or something. Yeah, that's yeah. really what I think it is, too. Because hmm. it probably okay. does feel like fur. It It is like kind of hair-like in texture when you're under the water. Yeah, yeah. When you're out of the water, of course, it's slimy and disgusting. But when you're mm-hmm. under the water, it's, it's different. Yeah. Okay. Huh. All right. So there's that one. And the last sort of theory I have here is probably, like, I definitely don't think it was this one at all. But <laughs> some people said that it could have been a catfish or a gar. <laughs> so, like, a okay. fish. Um. <laughs> Which these don't have furry hands or hands, or hands. at all. So, <laughs> so I don't know. The only thing with these is like they definitely would be in the water, but would they pull definitely. her down? I don't know. <laughs> right. I mean, listen, I've swam in a river and like a few in my day and I've never been pulled down by a fish. Right. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know about that one. Um, the last thing I sort of want to mention is that... Uh, the this creature does have some similarities with the creature from the black lagoon oh uh you know what that it did remind me of that at the beginning yes so have you do you know about this movie have you seen it yes of course i have yes of course i have and i think it's a book too right i don't know actually i'm pretty sure Hmm. it's a book too oh well i I don't even know if I've seen it, if I'm being honest. I mean, does that shock any of us? Absolutely not. No, no, it doesn't. But (laughs) I was kind of thinking that you might not have either because it's like, it's like an older movie. But but I guess it's a classic, so. It is definitely a classic. Makes sense. It's most definitely a classic. If you don't know, uh, The Creature, Creature from the Black Lagoon was a movie released in 1954. And I will remind you that this event happened in 1955. Okay, now that. So, yeah. So, like, she maybe could have faked it and, you know, taken that movie as some, you know, just taken some details from that movie and said that they happened in real life. But, you know, who's to say? Um... Yeah. No, yeah. well, that makes me sad because I was thinking about that movie, but I was like, no, it had to come out after that because yeah. she wouldn't just say that. But yeah. now. But also, like, what about the marks and stuff that she had on her True. leg? True. Like, and that was corroborated by her friend. So. Yeah. That's a good point. That's a good point. And not everything. Like, also, the, the UFO had nothing to do with that movie and it was still seen that day too Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so you know maybe not totally not totally see i do have a explanation that doesn't involve her necessarily lying but it could be um let me okay let me just explain so so what if she had seen this movie right creature from the black lagoon Mm mm-hmm And then went swimming and she was maybe a little bit scared even. She was like, oh, what if that creature comes and gets us? And then something is swimming under her. And maybe it does pull on her a little bit or something, you know? Yeah. 
maybe it is a fish or something, but she imagines it to be a hand pulling her under. Now that you know? is a theory. Yes. So maybe she just like imagines that it's the creature, mm-hmm. but it's really just a regular, just like an animal yeah, in the that's water. that's absolutely something that I would do. So she still could get the scratches and everything, but, you know, maybe her mind's playing tricks on her, her friend too. Mm-hmm. And... And the green, yeah. we can just attribute that to the algae bloom, like I yeah, said. Yeah, or, um, or it's just a big bruise that maybe true. looks like it, a hand, true. but not exactly like a hand. That's true. That's true. Because also bruises so, yeah. can be green, too. Yeah. Yellowy green. Hmm. I don't know. I really don't know. Because so, yeah. a part of me wants to believe the crazy. I know. Part of, part of me wants to believe that it is like a cryptid type thing, but... I don't know. The fact that nobody else has ever seen it. (laughs) Yeah, okay. But here's the thing. The man that came to her door, was she the only one that, I mean, I guess she's the only one that could even say that. Okay. Well, I guess there's that part of the story, too. Yeah. Mm. Like, that part of me is like, okay, that, like, it wouldn't, a man wouldn't just come to her house if it was just a fish. But, here, okay, Last theory, I promise. What if the alien UFO sighting and her fish incident were two separate events, not connected, and he just heard her story from the paper and was like, okay, she's trying to say it's aliens. We'll just like, but it was like the fish theory that you just gave us. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, it definitely could be. Yeah. So So he just thought that she was involved with the aliens, but really wasn't. Yeah. He was just like trying to cover all bases, you know? Yeah. Maybe could be possible Hmm. okay well i think we solved it for me at least (laughs) yeah listen we've answered it yeah that's crazy Uh, that story i love that story and also if you haven't seen the creature from the black lagoon it's literally you have you've at least seen pictures of it it's like that fish green fish man looking monster yeah like i've definitely seen that picture mm-hmm. you know a bunch of times before but i've mm-hmm. never watched the full movie yeah i mean so. it's a very old movie so yeah you know savannah doesn't even watch new movies so can't <laughs> say i would expect you to see an old one <laughs> well yeah that's true <laughs> that's funny but anyways that is the green clawed beast Ooh, creepy green clawed beast say that five times fast i could barely even say it once um <laughs> <laughs> okay well I guess moving on to my stories. And I do say stories because I do have two for you this week, you guys. Oh, a double um, feature. Double feature. Yeah. Um, so I have for you two different internet legends today. Oh, spooky. And I did, in fact, mention that in all of October, I was going to try to be real creepy with my stories. So here I am once again. The warning is now. These are very creepy very dark and so yeah if you don't want to hear that bounce on out of here because they're creepy and dark (laughs) okay so but if you are here for that which you should be welcome let's get on into it um the first one i don't want to read you the name of it because it kind it doesn't spoil something but kind of does so untitled for now but i'll tell you at the end what it's called um so yeah let's just there's no intro let's just jump right on into it um okay Okay, so there are two girls, right? Mm -hmm. Now, this is the story that I mentioned that there were two different names, and I just picked one and ran with it. 
Um, but this story I also found had two different names for the main girl. And I was like, okay, so which one is it? And they were two completely separate names. So I didn't even write down the other one. Just picked the best mm-hmm. one. Okay. But that's weird that that happened to both of our stories. Cause right. I don't know if like, it's ever happened to me before this moment. Yeah. And it's not like every single like reference had a different name, but it's like, there no, were two names exactly. and both, yeah. Yeah, because I, I found like 10 references and they were pretty much split. Like half was yes. one and half was the other. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. No, me too. Weird. It's just, that's weird. It is weird. <laughs> Very weird. So anyway, there were two girls, um, Julie and Meg, and they were college roommates. And they were roommates. Oh. Um, so if you've been to college at all. You kind of know how it is, you know, when you have an exam and you just need to like lock yourself in a room and study for hours and hours on end, you know, Mm -hmm. that's just how it be when you're in college. Mm -hmm. And I would do that like pretty much every single day in college. I was always in a study room, either in the dorm, in the library, in a random room on campus, anywhere, even coffee shops. I mean, we would be studying anywhere we could. Yes. So, um, anyways, Julie decided you know she had an exam for this like really hard class that she had so she was like i'm gonna set up a little study room on the first floor of her dorm so she lived on the third top floor of her dorm but she was like you know i'm going to the first floor because it's good to you know change your scenery to kind of study and so you know if you haven't gone to college and you don't know um you know you need a lot of things when you're setting up for hours and hours on end to study in a room so i just thought it might be fun to give you my list of necessities that you might need and that Julie probably had with her while she was setting up her little study room. Um, so obviously you need like your books and your notes and your computer, obviously, um, water for hydration, food for brain power, Mm -hmm. chargers, the whole shebang. You kind of have to like move in low key. Yes, yes, exactly. So yeah, that's exactly what Julie was doing. She was like, it's going to be a really late night and they were freshmen in college, so you they're sharing a room, you know. So she's like, I don't want to keep Meg up all night long because she, you know, goes to bed early and, you know, there's just, I'm going to be studying all night. So she was like, that's why I'm going downstairs. So she is studying and Meg is upstairs for reference. Fast forward, it's, you know, been a couple of hours of Julie studying And she realizes that she forgot one of her textbooks that she needed upstairs in her room. So she's like, I really did all this work, planned all this, moved all this down here, literally not to wake Meg up. But now it's like 1 a.m. and I have to go do it anyways. (laughs) Which, I'm sorry, Julie, that's so unbelievably me if I've ever heard of it in my life. Right. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so she's like, whatever, I'll go. So she wanted to try her absolute hardest, you know, to very quietly sneak into her room and not wake up Meg, but get her book. Right. So she was like, I'm just going to leave all the lights off. And, you know, I know where the book is. I'm just going to grab it. Um, So she did. She opened the door and there was like a little strange smell that she couldn't really recognize at first. But, you know, she was like, whatever. Who knows? Who cares? Grabbed the book, went back downstairs to study. And she let out this big sigh of relief when she got down the hallway. And she was like, okay, Meg can't hear me. I don't think I woke her up. We're good. You know, what a great relief feeling that is. So, yeah, that was around 1.30, 2 a.m. And Julie, you know, goes back downstairs, proceeds to study 
typical on the first floor and she stays there until 6 a.m so you know girly really pulled an all-nighter yeah she really did that (laughs) she really did um yeah and so obviously that's horrendous and she was like okay so my exam is at 10 so it's six i could you know sleep for a few hours before my exam which would never be me because i would never wake up from it um but you know it was like, right yeah. like if you go to sleep after not sleeping for that mm-hmm. long no. yeah there's no you can't trust Mm-mm. yourself to wake back up no would it be me would not be me but julie did trust herself she was like i'm just gonna go get like three hours of sleep get a little power cat nap um so and at this point in time the sun was like just barely starting to peek up through the windows if you know what i'm saying like sunrise approaching but not quite there yet right okay and, you know, even though it was the next day, she still kind of, like, wanted to try to s- sneak into her room as quietly as possible to still not wake Meg up. Um, and so she slid open the door. And this time when she went in, she still didn't turn on the light yet. Um, the smell. Remember I said there was, like, a little weird smell in there when she went up yes. earlier? Well, then now, after it had been five hours later, the smell was much stronger. And she was actually able to recognize what the smell was this time. Oh, no. And it was something metallic. Okay. Um, so she stepped into the room and turned on the blood. I mean, turned on... <laughs> LOL. Turned on the light. <laughs> um, <laughs> where? LOL. Spoiler okay. alert. When yeah. she turned on the light, <laughs> she saw Meg on her bed covered in blood. <gasps> yeah. Um, so... At this point, she could clearly see that Meg had been brutally attacked and killed. And, (gasps) yeah, as if that in and of itself wasn't tragic enough. Um, She, you know, turned to set all the stuff down in her arms because she had her hands full of stuff. Uh Um, And when she turned to look at the wall, on the wall, there were the words, aren't you glad you didn't turn on the light? Oh. Written in Meg's blood on the wall. Oh my God! No. Like oh, <laughs> the chill that just went down my spine. Because do Me you too. know? Oh do you God. know what that means, Savannah? Yes, yes. That I think means I do. that that killer was in there when she snuck into the room the first time to get her book, and was just hiding in the dark because she didn't want to turn on the light to wake up her roommate. <gasps> like oh. That is so terrifying. God, when I tell you I have chills all over my body, it's disgusting. So, yes, the story indeed is titled, Aren't You Glad You Didn't Turn on the Light? I did not want to say that to spoil it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, not like that could have really spoiled it, but you never know. So, I did do some digging, and there has not been any substantial evidence to prove that this story is true. Thank God. Right. Oh, my God. I'm so glad. (laughs) Thank God. Because that is terrifying right but people on the internet really wanted to know if this story is true because this story is very famous online very popular and people were able to determine that this story is in fact a creepypasta and it is in fact not true okay good (laughs) thank god thank god so if you don't know what a creepypasta is we've talked about it before but it's basically like Online, very scary stories that people make up to try to scare people as much as they can. But the funny thing about creepypastas is that people didn't know creepypastas were creepypastas until 
like 2018, 2019. So all these scary stories that were written online were just believed to be true up until like 2018, 2019 when creepypastas were like, yeah, we're not real stories. So people really believe that that story was true for a long time. Up until very recently. It's like it's written in a way that's like that is they did such a good job in scaring me right that is scary right and also i feel like it helps when it's like something that's not that far-fetched like that could happen like let's hope and pray that it doesn't happen but it could yeah and that's what's even more scary so yeah that's my first little internet legend that i have for you um aren't you glad you didn't turn on the light baby i will turn on the light every time i walk into a room now Okay, I don't care but, about waking somebody up. What do you mean? I would. That <laughs> makes me want to not turn on lights when I go into rooms, in case because then I mean then I'll get killed. Like, what do you mean? I mean, yeah, but you don't know that he's not going to kill you anyway. But he didn't. Yeah, this time. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> see, no, I would rather. No, see, yeah, I don't know. I, Actually, I don't know. Ooh. I would not. Ew, that story really freaks me out. <laughs> Disgusting. Okay. <sighs> Yeah, see, like, I said I was going to freak you guys out, too, but that doesn't mean I don't get freaked out. Ew. Yeah, true. Sick. Okay, well, shake that one off, but can't shake it too hard because this one isn't much better. Um, oh, okay. This second story, I will tell you, is titled Mr. Wide Mouth, which is not great from okay. the jump. <laughs> so, anyway, let's jump in. This is more of an online legend. So this legend says that there was once this boy, um, he was diagnosed with mono, mononucleosis is what it's called, but we know it as mono, the kissing oh. disease. Yeah. And he was diagnosed with mono when he was five years old. Oh, wow. So normally when we get it, we're like, you know, teenagers, high schoolers, college, that's when mono is like fine. And it's kind of just like a cold, you know, but yeah. apparently mono in kids can be like really dangerous. So the doctor told him that he needed to be bedridden and housebound until he got better. And he was like, it could be weeks. It could be months. You know, we don't, it just depends on how fast your body can fight this disease. Okay. Pretty much. So this little boy, he was stuck in the house, bedridden, you know, bored out of his mind. Um, and it had only been a few days that he had been bedridden, but he claims that on the third day, he was visited in his home by a really small creature that had a really big mouth. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So Interesting. Let's just remember that he was five years old at the time. And so obviously being a five-year-old, you know, he doesn't really think much about this being a weird looking creature with a big mouth. He was like, hi, what's your name? You know, he's a dumb little kid. He doesn't know. Um... And this creature replied to him, and he was like, oh, my, yeah, my name is Mr. Widemouth. <laughs> um, okay. Which, if anything said that to me, I'd be like, okay, great, bye. Please leave me alone. Right. But this boy was like, he said that he felt kind of comfortable because it looked like a Furby. Oh. Yeah, which is horrifying. I don't. Okay, like, seeing a Furby that's like a real life creature that's like moving around and stuff, <laughs> that is creepy. It is creepy, but he was only five, so I feel like he's probably like his imagination is like all toys are alive, you know? Yeah, that, I mean, that's true, yeah. That's the vibe that I get anyway. Not, not as an adult, but as a kid, I would be like, yeah, you know, 
think about Toy Story. All the toys are alive until Andy's coming. I don't know. Yeah. No, I used to think my toys were alive. Me too. Still do. <laughs> Low key. And I would, I would like, uh, play with the ones, like, whatever ones that I rarely played with, I would go and play with them just so they wouldn't feel bad that they're yeah, getting you ignored. Have to. Can't, you can't hurt the toy's feelings. Exactly. I, I was but the yeah. same way. I really was. Yeah. So, like, if my toys or if something that looked like a toy came to life, like, I wouldn't have been that freaked out by it. Because yeah. it's like you're already thinking it could happen. Exactly. Plus, this, this like, little creature thing just kind of, like, walked up to him and was like, what's up? Like, you know, he didn't do anything yeah. thing, really. Yeah. Um, okay. Also, if you don't know what a Furby is, it is this, like, early 2000s toy. And it's kind of like a little stuffed animal. And it's kind of really hard to explain, honestly. But just Google it if you want to know what it looks like. Yeah, it's like, it's really hard to explain. It's like a little robotic mm-hmm. guy that's like a monster and type very, creature. Yeah, a monster, but like kind of a cute monster and very yeah. furry. Yeah, and it has like a beak. Yeah, it's kind of like a bird. It has a beak and eyes that like open and close. Mm-hmm. And, and they like do pops. actually open and close. In real life. So that's... It, I hate it. I, I did not like Furbies. I thought they were creepy. Yeah, I didn't have one, but my cousins did. Mm. Um, yeah, I've heard of, I've heard stories of, like, Furbies, because uh, yeah. they'll, like, talk to you. Um, yeah. But I've heard stories, like, online and stuff about um, Furbies that didn't have any batteries in them, like, yes, still dude. talking and, like, doing things. It's yes, like, dude. Ugh. See, I'm so glad you mentioned that. We'll get, we'll circle back to that point at the end. Okay, okay. Because, yeah, that's really important. Um, but anyways, um, what is also important to know is that at the time, this little boy didn't, he did clarify later that he did not know what a Furby was. Um, and so that's also interesting, but I'm like, is he lying? But anyway... Back to this conversation with the little boy, as he is a little boy. He's like, yeah, my name's Mr. Widemouth. And the little boy was like, oh, you look like a Furby. And Mr. Widemouth was like, oh, I don't know what a Furby is, but it can never compare to having a real friend like me. Oh, my God. Like, excuse me. I don't like that. That's horror movie lines right there, buddy. Ugh, disgusting. Anyway, so their conversation continues. And <laughs> this is where it's going to go downhill real fast. Um, Mr. Widemouth said to the little boy, he was like, I, I don't really want your parents to see me because they will never let us see each other again. What? Which oh I mean, God. true. If my child was like, hi, there's a little Furby looking guy named Mr. Widemouth coming to see me. I'd be like. Yeah, no. You can't see him again. See, you that this is why all parents need to teach their kids to like if if anybody ever says something like that to them, yes. Then just tell the parents anyway cuz that's a red flag. Yes. 100%. 100% because like nobody that's friends with you are, are going to be like, "Oh yeah, your parents don't want us to be friends." Like, you know, that's a big yeah. red flag, big uh-huh. bad sign. But, you know, he's 5 and he's home alone, so he doesn't know that. So, the, yeah, he was like, yeah, for sure. My parents don't have to know. We're good. We're friends. We're cool. So, the next few days go by, and this boy spends his bedroom time hanging out with Mr. Widemouth. And he does end up keeping him in the house and hiding him from his parents at night. Which I don't like that at all. 
I don't like it either. Hmm. I thought that you were going to say that he, like, went somewhere else during, like, at night. But he's just in the house hiding. He's just chilling in there. It's sick. It's sick. So, over the next few days, there apparently were a few weird situations, like, here and there. Nothing that really I thought was important enough to mention. But just know, there were some, a few slight things going on, but nothing really. They were just hanging out like actual normal friends. So, yeah. Until one day, Mr. Widemouth showed up with a box. Um, he just, you know, woke up one morning and he was there with a box. And the boy opened the box and saw that it was filled with knives. Uh, what? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so the little boy said that this was the first time that he ever felt scared um, around Mr. Widemouth. He was like, um, you know, that's a little concerning. But he was like, oh, okay, I'm sorry, I won't do it again. And so, you know, they go back to being friends, normal Go days and days are passing of just being normal but then after the box there's like a trend that starts happening where mr widemouth is trying to get this boy to kind of do really bad things it starts with a box of knives and he's like you know do whatever you want with these box of really sharp knives you know and then it turns into being like look at this cool hammer i found you should use it to hurt your mom and dad oh my god or hurt the family dog or even yourself. No. Um, yeah. So, it's moving in a bad direction. Um, and as I mentioned before, this boy cannot go outside. He's very sick, remember? Um, but, if you also remember, the doctor said he would, after weeks and weeks, he would start to get better. So, luckily, this boy is starting to get a little bit better. And his parents decide that he is allowed to go outside one day. But just for like 10 minutes. They're like, just okay. let's just take it a little at a time. Just a little bit. Mm-hmm. And so, but they still weren't home during the day. Because, you know, they're working. Okay. But so the boy, he goes outside for his little 10 minute increment. And Mr. Widemouth was there outside waiting for him. And he, Mr. Widemouth was like, hey, buddy old pal. I got this group of friends and we're waiting for you in the woods. Let's go on a little walk. <laughs> what? I do not like this at all. No. What do you mean go meet me in the woods? The, yeah, what? Right. And like what group of friends? Like we have not discussed a group of friends before. Right. Um, And luckily, thank goodness, the boy, you know, listened to his parents at least. He was like, well, my mom said I can only be out here like five, ten minutes today. So like I can't really go that far from the house, you know. So whatever. And, and then, so this continues for a little bit. And then one day, um, when he's allowed, you know, to be outside for however many times, however much time he wants to be, um, Mr. Widemouth was like, come on, don't you want to go meet my friends in the woods back here? Like, come on, let's just go on a walk. And this is when like the boy started kind of having a bad feeling in his gut. And he was like, I don't know why you're so persistent on me meeting your friends in the woods, but I don't know if I want to go. Right. Yeah. And, you know, I can't say that Mr. Widemouth liked that too much. And unknown really to the boy, but his parents were actually planning on the whole family moving. But the boy didn't know that because, you know, he's just a kid. He doesn't need to know the details of what's going on really. Um, yeah, yeah. And so luckily enough, 
the boy and his parents were actually moving out the next day. Um, oh, wow. Okay. After, like, the next day, um, after, like, he got a little bit uncomfortable with him saying, come into the woods with my parents. Yeah. Like, please. Yeah. Like, begging him. And he was like, no. So, luckily, he's moving out the next day. And as they're packing up the last of their things, um, the, you know, the parents are packing up most of the stuff. I guess it was, they were probably moving the whole time and the boy just didn't even mention that or really notice that. But anyway, yeah, yeah. so it's the next day and the parents, you know, put him in the car, the boy, strap him in normal and they're like, okay, we're going to go do one last check and we're going to leave, you know, whatever fun, like fun. Let's go to our new house. And the little boy looked up from inside of the car and into his upstairs window, like his old bedroom. And he saw Mr. Widemouth standing in the window, holding a knife and waving at him. <gasps> no. Mm-hmm. Disgusting. Um, and so that worried me. I was like, oh, my God, are the parents okay? Yeah. Yes. Guys, the parents are okay. Okay, good. The parents okay. come out of the house and they leave. Whew, okay. Big old sigh of relief there, guys. Big one. Um, luckily, Mr. Widemouth did not follow them. The boy, you know, grew up, whatever. Parents, they all lived. Everybody's good. Thank goodness. Um, but years and years and years go by, and the boy is now a man. <laughs> and he was like, you know, in the town where he grew up, and he was like, I want to, you know, just drive, do a little drive-by of my old house to see, you know, where I spent the first few years of my life. I mean, I do that. I mean, I live in the house I grew up in, but I do that with the houses that I have lived in, you know, mm -hmm. just a little drive by to see how it's going. And when he went, he found out that the house that he grew up in had actually burnt down not even a week after they moved out. Oh, so, my God. He was like, hmm, that's really, that's really weird. Um, so learning that kind of took him back to the memory of Mr. Widemouth. And he was like, uh -huh. oh, hold on. I remember <laughs> that weird thing. And I guess as an adult, he kind of just assumed like that was his sick mind kind of making up a story. Yeah, you're just making it up. Yeah, but he was like, you know what I do remember is how persistent he was with trying to get me to walk down this path in the woods. So as a grown man, he was like, you know what? Let's just go down that path and see what's, see what's no, going on. No, no, no. Don't do it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> don't do it. Yeah. Oh, my God. This is going to be the worst decision. <laughs> okay, so he walks on the path. And at the end of the path, there was a cemetery. And this specific cemetery was, it was a cemetery literally specifically to hold young children who had died in the town. <gasps> dun, dun. Dun. yeah um so you know this boy just has to assume that mr widemouth was about to kill and sacrifice him and bury him in this ch child cemetery oh my god but, you what? Know, he got out and he left he left and he was good and he just has to deal with that trauma of mr widemouth but like he's okay the man is okay um, so yeah, you know, I personally wouldn't want to come across Mr. Widemouth. Um, but I also did some research on this and there is no recorded proof of this happening. And people did not want to just take this as the, they were like, we need to know if this really happened, you know? And this story too is in fact a creepypasta. Thank God. Yeah. 
Thank God, though, because I don't want either one of these stories to be real. Um, that is a good one because it's it's literally freaking me out right now. No, but I'm like, I know. I'm sitting in my room and I'm like trying to turn around to see if I see a little creature behind me. Like, Ew, or oh. I'm just like, I have stuffed animals and stuff in my room. I'm like imagining one of them holding a knife and I waving know. at me. No, me too. Ew. Ew, it's sickening. But... Circling back to how you said people have like all these evil stories about Furbies, I'm pretty sure is where this comes from because there are people who actually believe that the Furby dolls were possessed or haunted as like in real life, like actually. Yeah. And like they talked without the batteries and then like that's weird. Like, I don't know. I don't like yeah. Furbies never did. Definitely don't now. Not after this story. But um, yeah, I don't know. That's that's the story of Mr. Wadmouth. I absolutely hated it, mm-hmm. but um, great story. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah. Sorry <laughs> if I scared you. You know, it's horrifying. I don't know. I don't, I don't really have any other words. That It creeped me out. When I was writing up that story, dude, I just don't think you understand how scared I was. I, it was like late at night. I was like, oh my God. Like I'm surrounded by all these teddy bears sitting in bed. Like if one of them has a knife, I'm just scared. Ugh. Sick. Sick and disgusting. Yeah. See. Oh my God. See those? It's like ridiculous almost, but it's like yeah, both of those stories really did scare me. Like so I know, much. <laughs> I know. Like it's like it's so unbelievable at first, but then you get deep in the story and you're like, well, I mean, maybe. Ugh, <laughs> right. Sick, disgusting, and also the fact that people actually do think that their Furbies were haunted in real. Like it's not that far yeah. of a stretch. I feel like you know yeah. either one of these stories could be a story that's real. So I just don't like that, and it really creeps me out. But yeah. You wanted the well, creeps and you got them. So, well, not you, Savannah, but the people. people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you for that, Taylor. Oh, of course, of course, anytime. It is the Halloween season after all, you know. Yes. If you're going to be true, spooked, true. it's got to be, it's got to be during the Halloween season. Mm-hmm. But definitely go check out our Instagram for pictures from this week's stories. Yes, of course. Um, give us a little comment. Yes. Tell us how we're doing. Definitely. And go rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. We have love seeing the reviews. We'll have to mention some reviews next week because we got some and some of them are very interesting telling us some spooky stories. Yeah. Yep. So, you know, but I suppose that is all that I have for you guys this week. What about you, Savannah? That is it. Okay, well then, I guess we will see you guys next week. Cue the music.